of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Thanks for being here with me this morning on Lincoln Live. This is Dale Johnson. With me is a veteran forecaster with the National Weather Service. Brian Smith is the Warning Coordination Meteorologist in the Omaha Valley, Nebraska office of the National Weather Service. It's a winter conversation we're having this morning. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Dale. Back in March, we had our Severe Weather Awareness Week conversation. So I'm really interested. You've been doing this for how many years, Brian? Well, I've been at the office in Valley here since 1994. So you got a lot of experience. Yeah. Which one keeps you awake at night more, severe weather in the spring or winter weather at this time of year? It used to be severe weather. Something happened in the middle of the night that would worry me. But uh, winter weather and also ice jam flooding and so forth that takes place also keeps me awake as well. How about predicting Uh, the weather, predicting severe weather in the spring compared to predicting winter weather? Well, when you're dealing with convective weather, there's different challenges with each. A thunderstorm is quite a small object, but if we know the ingredients that are going in, we have a pretty good idea of what the outcome might be, especially during the spring. And getting the summertime when the thunderstorms are more widespread or more spread out, I should say, and fewer, it becomes a challenge there. But in the winter, uh, the big challenge is coming up with the amount of snowfall that we might have or the type of precipitation that we might have. Uh, and everybody wants to know how much we're getting. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's a very difficult thing to give give a person because there's a lot of things that can change and, the, there's a, and there's a lot of variability that can happen with these storms. I don't see any precipitation in the forecast for the next 10 days or so. If you live closer to the Missouri River, they might get some light snow the next day or so. But other than that, we don't see anything occurring over the next week at all. It's going to remain dry. That's too bad because uh, we are in in a drought situation and any moisture would be welcome. Although anyone that has done the math knows that it takes about a foot of snow to give us, what, an inch of moisture? Yeah, yeah. It's just, the rule of thumb was always 10 inches of snow is one inch of rain. But uh, actually, actually, the snow ratios around here vary from about 11 to 1 to maybe 15 to 1, mm. as far as 15 inches of snow to one inch of rain. The last drought deficit I saw, Brian, was uh, more than seven inches. So if it takes a foot to get an inch of moisture, we'd need seven feet of snow just to make up for the... I hope we don't get that. I don't see that in the the near future occurring. No. No. Uh, November 10th was Winter Weather Awareness Day in Nebraska and Iowa. 
What does that look like for the National Weather Service? Is that a preparatory day? Is it uh, crossing the T's and dotting the I's? Is it testing software? What do you? What did you do on that day? It's mainly an information day for for the general public, um, sending out information via social media uh, and through our website on. Some of the winter weather terminology we have out there, um, a little bit of a broad brush forecast of what may happen this winter, um, and ex- you know, explaining some of the different meteorological terminology that we might use, uh, like sleet, freezing rain, and snow, and and, and uh, what the differences are between them. Um, and then going through some of the safety rules of dangers of winter weather, whether it be due to wind chill or due to hypothermia, um, and how to put together a safety kit for your home and also for traveling. Have any winter weather terms changed, Brian? No, not really too much of has changed in as far as the terminology is concerned. You know, we still have the watch and warning, which sometimes people get confused with because they both start with a W. None of the criteria has changed at all. The only thing that they may hear once in a great while, and it doesn't happen very often, is that we might have what's called a snow squall warning. And that's where you have a band of snow uh, with wind that comes across uh, or several bands of snow and reduces visibility to near blizzard conditions and uh, causes a problem when you're driving. What is a winter storm severity index? That term may be used in the coming months. What does that mean? It was come up with a severe uh, winter severity index to try to explain not just the snowfall or the precipitation, but the impacts from severe winter weather. So that index will tell you what the, how severe that, that impact from that storm might be. And there are components, from what I understand, uh, blowing snow, flash freeze, ground blizzard, ice accumulation, snow amount, snow load. You factor all those together equally, and this makes up the WSSI? That's correct. For our listeners, what does that mean? Well, what they can get told with that is, especially for a traveler, is to to be prepared for for what may happen. I think people... You know, they hear some of the terms like winter storm warning, and they 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 they, they may they have all oh, we'll just get some snow, but it, they don't realize the impacts that things can happen, uh, especially when you're driving. Um, so there's different impacts with the winter winter storm the winter storm severity index going from minor impacts all the way up to extreme. And they're color-coded on a map uh, when uh, when you see them. So or an extreme impact would be like a blizzard 
creating, you know, dra- where you couldn't even drive, uh, and, and you get widespread closures and disruptions um, to uh, to the infrastructure of a, a, a town or a, a city, and uh, and you know it, it impacts uh, the economy. You know, businesses aren't able to function and so forth. Brian Smith joining me. Brian is the warning coordination meteorologist in the Omaha Valley, Nebraska office of the National Weather Service. Well, I, I did my best to, to hold off asking you, but you brought it up. <laughs> the prediction for the winter outlook. And the reason I bring this up is because it's on page seven, Brian, uh, it, from the National Weather Service. The official outlook for this winter, early winter, November, December, January, late winter, January, February, and March. And from what I can tell, it's equal chances of precipitation and non-precipitation. So can I pull from that? It's about a 50-50 chance we'll get snow? Well, this is what equal chances mean. There's equal chance it being above normal below normal uh-huh. or near normal oh so so it's actually about a third of a, a chance of either one of those taking place so there's no clear signal uh that's expected uh for the precipitation now the temperature outlook looks like it you know maybe a slightly below normal to near normal or across area so so it's kind of kind of close but it looks like it might be slightly below normal in temperatures which we haven't had in a while Uh, we've had a couple mild winters last year being exceptionally mild with very little precipitation at all only four inches of snow in lincoln so uh don't expect that this year though no, starting in November through December through January, which is considered early winter, Nebraska smack dab in the middle of equal chances. So that's an equal chance for above, below, or normal precipitation. Then you look at late winter, which is January, February, March. There's Nebraska smack dab in the middle of equal chances for precipitation right. and for temperature. So safe to say the takeaway here as we conclude our conversation brian temperatures might be at or colder than normal precipitation has a chance of being above near or below normal is that safe to say right right in the middle of the country especially it's uh especially when you have like a la nina this is the third year we're having a la nina the effects of a la nina or even an el nino year are mostly felt along outer perimeter of the United States, like the, either the West Coast or the or the southern tier states, you know, Texas, Alabama, Mississippi, those states, rather than the middle of the country. Uh, in the middle of the country, it's almost like throwing a, uh, some dice and seeing what comes up. Uh, it, it doesn't really, there's no real clear signal a lot of times. Uh, in the middle part of the country. And that's Nebraska, folks. I've lived here all my life, so I know that it could be just about anything. And that's what this winter shapes up to look like. Brian, thank you very much for your insight. Appreciate it. 
Oh, you're welcome, Dale. Brian Smith from the National Weather Service, warning coordination meteorologist with his expertise on Lincoln Live.